Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. What's up, guys? I'm Nikki Arden, travel agent at Pineapple Escapes, and you're listening to the Travel Tidbits podcast. Today, I will give you the best ways to survive traveling to Florida, specifically Orlando, during the summer. So guess what today's temperature is where I live? It's about 95 degrees. I I, I paused like somebody was going to answer me, but obviously that didn't happen. It's about 95 degrees with a heat index of 104. This seems high, but this is actually the beginning of a cold front for us. I'm bringing up the weather in my area for one reason. It's very similar to the weather in Orlando, Florida. So when traveling to Orlando, I I generally don't have to acclimate to Florida weather because it's pretty much the same temperatures back home. One of the things that we hear often from travelers to the Orlando area theme parks is how hot it was. People drastically underestimate how hot it can get in Orlando, and in doing so, this puts them at risk for a heat stroke. Like, it's hot everywhere these days. I mean, it is summer, right? But trust me when I say that unless you live down here, you truly have no idea. A phrase that us Southerners are familiar with is, it's not just hot, it's humid. The kind of humidity that literally takes your breath away when you step outside. The kind of humidity that creates sweat beads on your forehead the second you step away from air conditioning. And you're probably thinking to yourself, man, she's really not selling me on visiting Orlando in the summer. And quite honestly, if you can travel at any other time other than summer, I definitely suggest doing so. Not only is summer extremely hot, but it's also when, you know, the the Orlando area theme parks are most busy. But if you're one of those people who can only travel during the summer, there are many people who are like this, uh, then this travel tidbit episode is for you. I'm going to give you the best ways to, um, well, not beat the heat, because honestly, it, it ain't going anywhere but to survive the heat while visiting Orlando area theme parks. So the first thing I'm going to suggest is to hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. (laughs) This should come as no surprise that staying hydrated is, is the number one thing. Like I mentioned before, Orlando is very humid. Humidity causes you to sweat, some of us excessively. Um, And if you're not replenishing the loss of water adequately, it can lead to dehydration. So when visiting the Orlando theme parks, I highly suggest bringing a refillable water bottle or two or or one for each person in your party. They don't have to be the bulky kind. You know, they even sell those collapsible water bottles that you can fit in your purse or bag when you're not using them. I mean, personally... (laughs) I carry an emotional support water bottle with me at all times, so I don't really know what, you know, not in use means, but, you know, for some people, they don't want to carry on a bulky water bottle, and they they have those collapsible ones that, that you can get. So while you're in the theme parks, make sure to drink plenty of water throughout the day. 
There are water fountains in most parks, and you can even get free cups of water at most quick service restaurants. And this is really helpful. Notice I say quick service. uh, A lot of those little just food kiosks, they don't have them. They have bottled water, which, I mean, definitely buy the bottled water. It's worth it. So just keep that in mind. To be honest, my family is not really picky and we just refill our water bottles like in the tap. But many people comment on how Florida or specifically Orlando, their water tastes, you know, it just doesn't taste, I guess, like they're used to. But when it's a million degrees outside, I don't care. I mean, water is water. Uh, Whatever, you know, keeps me hydrated. And I have a feeling that if you travel during the summer, you'll, you'll agree. Um, I also bring those electrolyte drink enhancer powder packets. Say that like 10th times fast. But the the powder packets, uh, I carry those with me when I'm traveling. And I make sure that, you know, everyone that I'm with, you know, has at least one enhanced bottle. I prefer the, the liquid IV packets. But I've also used Mio. And Propel, those usually work really good, but you have to make sure you get the ones like the Mio and Propel. Make sure you get the ones that have the electrolytes in it. And so just read the label really carefully. But those ones work well. The Liquid IV is just my preferred. They, I feel like it gives you more hydration and they taste better than, than some of the other ones. So, okay, so just hydrate, stay hydrated, drink lots of water. Make your kids drink lots of water. Um, I know that a lot of times, you know, in Universal, we get the um, the freestyle cups. Those are amazing, and I love them. But, you know, when you're, you're traveling in the summertime, you know, a lot of people will use, the, use it for sodas. So try, try to not drink so much soda and drink more water. I know you want to make, you know, get your money's worth out of those those cups, but bottle of water is just, you know, is an expense too. So you are making up some of that cost, but also you're staying hydrated. So, okay. So the next tip is really just all the ways that you can keep yourself cool. Um, like I said, it gets hot in Orlando during the summer. To be honest, it's hot there about 10 months out of the year, but in summer it's like boiling hot. So it's very important to try to stay as cool as possible. Unfortunately, heat exhaustion and heat stroke is very common. Obviously, it's best to avoid either of those altogether, but knowing the signs of each is really important. So um, heat exhaustion is a heat-related illness that can occur when exposed to high temperatures, and it often is accompanied you know, by dehydration. So we already talked about the importance of staying hydrated, and so here's another reason. Uh, symptoms of heat exhaustion include confusion, dizziness, fainting, fatigue, headache, muscle cramps, nausea, vomiting, rapid heartbeat, and profuse sweating. It's imperative to treat the symptoms of heat exhaustion so that it doesn't turn into a heat stroke. A heat stroke occurs if the body temperature raises above 104 degrees or higher. And this requires emergency treatment because if left untreated, you can cause damage to your brain, your heart, all those essential organs, and it can even cause death. So symptoms of heat stroke include high body temperature, confusion, blurred speech, irritability, 
delirium, lack of sweat. So, you know, I said heat exhaustion, you have excess sweat, but uh, when you have a heat stroke, you don't have any sweat. <laughs> it's you, your, your body is relatively dry. Nausea, vomiting, flush skin, rapid breathing, racing heart rate, and um, a headache. So my family just recently returned from a trip to Walt Disney World in Orlando, and we noticed at least two, and two that I know that I saw seeking emergency assistance from, or like medic, medical assistance for heat exhaustion while they were in the parks. It was in Hollywood Studios on a particularly hot day. And if you're familiar with Hollywood Studios, you'll, you'll know that it's probably Disney's hottest park. Other than the shows and some queues, there is very little shade when you're walking around. The worst section is probably Toy Story Land. When we were there, it felt like oh, it felt like we were transported to like the ninth circle of the underworld. <laughs> There's little to no shade, no shops to escape to, and the queue to Slinky Dog is outside. Like I don't know who thought of that, but clearly they they weren't thinking. So it really it it doesn't really come as a surprise to us that you know people were just falling out. So to keep you or anyone in your family from falling out from heat exhaustion or worse heat stroke, you will need to find ways to keep yourself cool. So I highly suggest bringing stroller fans for the little ones and neck fans for older kids and adults. You can also bring those Mr. Fans. They sell these in most parks, but you can, you can usually find them cheaper online. And another thing you can bring are cooling towels. These feel amazing around your neck when you're like just so hot. And I'll I'll provide links to some of these items for you guys in the show notes. So the next tip that I want to share is just know that there will be rain during your trip. If you're anything like me, you check the seven-day forecast for your vacation dates. And I can't tell you how many times I've seen people get very upset because they saw rain forecasted for every single day of their trip. Please know (laughs) that rain is very common in Orlando, and most of the time it only lasts a few minutes. In Orlando, and, and honestly throughout the South, because it's pretty common where I live too, pop up summer showers happen fairly often. And a lot of the times, that could be a good thing because it will help lower the temperatures. But sometimes it could also raise the humidity, which I guess is a little counterproductive. So make sure that when you're traveling to Orlando or anytime, not just during the summer, to bring umbrellas and stroller covers, the stroller rain covers. A lot of people like to wear ponchos, but I guess I think I'm in the minority because I actually don't really like ponchos particularly in the summer. I don't know. I guess it just feels like I'm in a sweatsuit and I would just rather get rained on. (laughs) To be honest, it does help cool you down a little bit to get rained on. So uh, sometimes, you know, depending on the rain, I guess if it's that that monsoon or uh, I like to call it the big old fat rain (laughs) from from Forrest Gump, but um, that rain will do more than just cool you down. But if it's that like light mist, or just a little light rain, I will walk through that with with nothing and just let it cool me down. I bring a couple of umbrellas and uh, one of the, like a a stroller rain cover, you know, for when I have my two-year-old. 
Umbrellas serve a double purpose. They help for when it rains, obviously, but it also helps when you're waiting in line in Slinky Dog queue at Hollywood Studios in the hot as all get out sun. <laughs> like I said, it, not just Hollywood Studios, a lot of the parks, you know, there are some places that, you know, the queues are outside and it really helps to, you know, not have the sun just blazing on your back. Just know that you will get stopped every single time for your umbrella. But uh, I like to keep all of my items that usually get flagged at security. You know, the umbrellas, your your battery packs, cameras, phones, those types of things. I keep them all in the same bag. And like any small items I put in a clear bag, this just makes the lines at security go faster. And, and they really appreciate that. So the next tip, well, really the last tip I'm going to suggest is to take a break. One of the things you will just have to accept when you're traveling to the theme parks during the summer is that you will not be able to do everything. Well, unless of course you, you're staying for like 10 plus days, you might be able to do everything then. But one of the things I highly suggest to all my clients traveling in the summer and really all my clients that have little ones, period, regardless of the time of travel, is to take midday breaks. The hottest parts of the day is from around 1 to 5 p.m. So my preferred park touring plan is to rope drop the parks at park opening, well, or before park opening, since I generally stay on site, take a, a break around lunchtime, and then head back to the parks in the evening. This is really easy when you are, again, staying on site and you can use the park transportation. So we will either take a long lunch at a table service restaurant and or go back to the resort and swim. My kids love to swim. It's probably one of their favorite things during vacation. So we definitely um, make a lot of trips to the pool. We also, like we just stayed at um, Port Orleans French Quarter and Disney World and they have a splash pad. And so my kids really, really, really like that. So take some time to take a break. And this last trip, you know, it was really nice to to take naps. You know, remember I have a two-year-old who needs a nap <laughs> so that we could stay up later and enjoy the parks in the evening, you know, when it's a little bit cooler. I say a little bit because it's still really hot. And then there's a little bit less crowds. So that helps. So take a break. Your body, your mental health, and your family will thank you. Okay, so let's recap. Stay hydrated. Keep cool. Don't let the rain scare you and take a break. That about sums it up. I know I mentioned earlier to choose a different time to travel to Orlando area theme parks, but honestly, don't let traveling in summer scare you. It doesn't have to be that bad. As long as you're prepared mentally and physically for it to be hot, just know it's going to be hot (laughs) and a little crowded, but honestly, the parks are always crowded. Am I right? And that's it. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's travel tidbit. You can find all of our Pineapple Escapes agents on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com. And our site, it includes a link to all of our travel tidbits episodes, plus information about all of our agents and links to our social media. We would love to have you join our community. So like, follow, subscribe. And uh, be my best friend and give us a five-star review. It really helps us out. And until next time, thanks, guys. Bye.
We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.